One of the roles that Torah plays right now is in giving people a mirror to what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, and maybe even a window <laughs> yeah. to where they want to go. I'm Alana Steinheim, Rosh Beit Midrash and Senior Fellow at the Shalom Hartman Institute. I'm excited to share that I am the host of Texting, a new podcast where ancient wisdom meets contemporary relevance from Hartman's award-winning digital team. On each show, Hartman scholars Christine Hayes, Yona Hain, or Leora Botnitsky will join me to delve into a Torah text that offers insight and inspiration about the issues that matter to you and to our community. I got the feeling from the various explanations that the rabbis gave that God also feels broken. You can listen to texting at shalomhartman.org forward slash texting or wherever you get your podcasts. I look forward to learning with you. Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one physical page of Talmud each day. As we make our way to Wednesday and to the halfway point on our audacious and magical journey to read the entire Talmud one page a day, as we mark the days of awe between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and as we prepare for the publication of How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, a book very much based on this here podcast, we continue our very special week of taking a few steps back and sharing with you five big Talmudic takeaways, five pieces of advice on how to live a better life that comes straight from the ancient rabbis, but that are still surprisingly relevant to us moderns. Yesterday, we learned all about the art of making time. And today, we're going even more basic. How basic? As basic as our very bodies. And the wonderful, totally gross, and absolutely holy things that they do. Because when it comes to our physical, corporeal selves, the rabbis want us to know only this. Every body counts. Which, if you'll indulge me in a bit of philosophy here, is a very radical thought. Plato, for example, believed that the body was just a silly casing for the soul, which was the true essence of man. The same notion of duality between our bodies and our minds, or our souls, also appealed to many Christian theologians who then naturally favored ideas about asceticism. To be holy was to overcome the physical constraints of this world, the meaty casing forced on our pure and beautiful and eternal souls the moment we were born. But the rabbis, bless them, rejected this idea entirely. To them, mind and body were one, which meant that no unified theory of religious worship was complete until it accounted for, well, shall we say, our lowliest urges as well. Enter Hillel the Elder. Remember him, the same guy who gave us that which is hateful to you do not do unto another? One of the greatest rabbis of all time? That guy. So one day, the Talmud tells us in one of its most amusing stories, Hillel rose from his studies and announced to his students that he was about to perform a mitzvah. The students most likely were thrilled. It wasn't every day that the greatest teacher of his generation, usually kind of an understated dude, got up and advertised an upcoming feat of piety. And so the students followed Hillel and were shocked to learn that he had entered the restroom to, 
Go number two. Silent and stunned, they waited outside. And when the great rabbi emerged, hopefully having washed his hands, they asked, was this a mitzvah? Hillel beamed at them. Yes, he said, so that my body doesn't break down. A body that isn't able to function properly by removing its waste, in other words, is a body that is also unable to assist the soul in other more spiritual matters. If you cannot poop, you cannot pray. The contemporary Israeli scholar Rabbi Binyamin Lau argued that the story folds within it a complex theological understanding of humankind's true essence. Hillel's understanding of the human body, he noted, was layered. For the ancient sage, a person was both a statue and its custodian, both an object created by God and a subject entrusted with keeping the creation alive and well. By doing basic things to keep our body well, like going to the bathroom or taking a shower, a person cares for his own divine likeness. It's impossible to divide a living human being into an exalted divine part and a lower bodily part. Lao wrote, because man was created in the image of God, everything about him is holy. But what does it mean to live as if everything about you is holy? If you asked Hillel's greatest rival, his frenemy, Shammai, he would tell you that it meant taking great care in everything you did and standing on ceremony, remembering always that you hang in the balance between hungry beast and celestial being, and that if you're not extremely cautious in everything you say or do or think, you would soon end up in a sty rather than in the heavens. Shammai was so eager to make sure he, say, celebrated Shabbat with the festive respect it deserved that he spent all week searching for the perfect thing to eat come Friday night. If he found a choice animal, the Talmud tells us, he would say, this is for Shabbat. If he subsequently found another one choicer than it, he would set aside the second for Shabbat and eat the first. But Hillel had other ideas. All his actions, the Talmud continues, including those on a weekday, were for the sake of heaven. As it is stated, blessed by the Lord, day by day, he bears our burden, our God who is our salvation, Selah. Meaning that God gives a blessing for each and every day. Hillel seized each day because he understood that you didn't need the weight of ritual to know that life was sacred. Every moment of it. Sure, a Thanksgiving meal served on the finest china and enjoyed around a table decorated with gourds and lit by a crackling fireplace might feel really special. But if you stop to consider just how fortunate we are to be here right now, able to enjoy a delicious bite and a meaty conversation with people we love, then... A pizza and a cheap bottle of wine shared by a few good friends around the kitchen table feel just as magical. Everything we do is sacred because we can never separate our basest appetites from our loftiest aspirations. If we can't poop, we can't pray, which makes both actions holy and wholly worthy of our consideration. If this Talmudic life lesson moved you even a little bit, I have some 
great news for you. There are many more like it in my new book, How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book, coming out in just a few weeks from W.W. Norton. So, if you enjoy this show and want to know a little bit more about the Talmud and how it could, well, dare I say it, change your life, please pre Order the new book now. You could do it through your local bookstore or directly through the publisher's link that we will put in the show notes for today's episode, or even through that big website, you know, the one that rhymes with Jamazon. Once you've pre-ordered the book, here's what we want you to do. Take a picture of your receipt, just a quick, easy snapshot with your phone will do, and then go to tabletmlikemary.ag slash pre-order. Again, that's tablet. M T A B L E T M like Mary dot A G slash pre order. We will ask you to post your photo and give us your email address, and then we're going to do a bunch of really nice things for you. First, anyone pre-ordering the book will receive an invitation to an exclusive star-studded virtual event, and I do mean star-studded, where some of your favorite guests over the years and some surprise guests I know you're going to love will join me to discuss, well, precisely how the Talmud can change your life. And if that's not enough, we'll also be raffling 10 special packages that I will put together myself and ship to you that will make your Jewish journey more meaningful, more beautiful, and I am sure of it, a lot more fun. So pre-order the book anywhere you'd like, then go to tabletm.ag slash pre-order and fill a very simple, quick form. And we look forward to seeing you very soon as we continue to celebrate all things Talmudic. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at take one dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.